What the Actual Fork podcast is co-hosted by two intuitive eating registered dietitians, yours truly, Sammy Previtt, owner of Fine Food Freedom, and Jenna Warner, owner of Happy Strong Healthy. We can't stand diet culture bullshit and love keeping it real. Our mission is for all humans to believe that they are made for so much more than chasing a smaller body. We are also here to share with you that food can be fun and pleasurable again. Although we are medical professionals, we are human beings too. We are not afraid to share our deepest, darkest secrets and how many years of our lives were taken by diet culture. We started this podcast so no human has to feel alone in their journey towards food freedom. So get comfy and join us for a casual combo where you can expect to laugh, cry, learn, and grow. We are so grateful that you're here. So if you enjoy this podcast and want to connect further, we invite you to follow along on Instagram at what the actual fork pod and subscribe, rate and review our podcast so we can continue to share this message with more and more people. Now let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode of what the actual fork podcast. This is your solo host today, Sam Previtt. Missing my co-host, Jenna Warner, who's out today. Um, I feel like Heather McMahon when I say wellness update, Jenna and I are unwell this week, <laughs> to say the least. If you can't hear it in my voice, I actually sound a step better today, but I'm like third third day in on amoxicillin, fighting a sinus infection over here. Um, Jenna is in the thick of it this week, you know, still adjusting to life as a mom of two. And so it's just, it's been a wild week. We're, we're unwell. We are surviving, not thriving, but we are here and that is real life. Um, so when Jenna and I were voice memoing back and forth, which we do quite often these days to survive and, and support each other through our days. Um, we wanted to bring back an episode from the vault, if you will. I'm going to say vault because I feel like Taylor Swift has made the word vault like so cool again. Um, but this is like perfect full circle moment. So we're, we're going to reshare our episode that we did with cam rogers called what the actual fuck is happening to my body postpartum edition and this is fitting for many reasons of both me and jenna so let's start with jenna first so jenna and cam are living parallel lives where they both have two boys they their firstborn is almost the exact same age. They have a toddler of, you know, two plus years. And then both Cam and Jenna had their second child, another baby boy, less than a week apart. So they're boy moms with two boys, like not under two, but very close to being under two, I believe. Um, so they are living such like parallel lives right now. And Cam actually texted me last night because I announced on Instagram yesterday that I am pregnant with my second child. Yay! Feels good to finally say it on the pod. Um, this time around, I just, I waited longer to talk about it for various reasons, which we can get into in another episode. Um, but Cam texted me last night because she saw my post and we were catching up on how she's doing and, you know, new postpartum life of two. And, um, you know, I'm always talking to Jenna. So 
it's always great to check in with friends. And I had shared recently, um, so Cam has a podcast of her own, the Freckled Foodie and Friends podcast. Her Instagram account is Cameron Oaks Rogers, uh, used to be Freckled Foodie on Instagram. And then she kind of had a switch. So I was on her podcast in New York City a couple months ago. We were talking all about intuitive eating and kind of how to integrate intuitive eating into kiddo with kiddos and as new moms. Um, but Cam is, she is just good at keeping it real. Like if I could sum up her content, especially right now, now that I'm, you know, I'm into my second trimester now with my pregnant with my second child and um, being so close to both Jenna and then, and now Cam seeing these, you know, they're entering this new phase of motherhood where they have not only a toddler, but also a newborn and, and how to navigate that. I feel like I'm learning so much from both of them. And so this episode is so relevant to what Jenna is experiencing and they're like, what the fuck is happening in my body postpartum edition. And that's something that Cam is continuing that series, I believe now with her second of talking about things that are happening with her body, because so much we see in diet culture, diet culture slash slash mom culture is, you know, get your body back and bounce back from pregnancy and all of this bullshit. And so we were so lucky to, to have Cam on, you know, a, a year plus, you know, almost two years now. It's crazy how fast time goes talking about her postpartum experience. And so we want to bring that back and, and share that. Um, so if you're currently pregnant, if you're a new mom, if you have a friend that is pregnant, if you're ever considering bearing children, if that's like a future thing, um, if you are a partner to somebody carrying a child, if you are a close family member to someone carrying a child and, and you want to have just a real a real episode of what it's like to go through postpartum and, and really pull back the curtain and hear the truth, this episode is for you. So you're definitely going to want to make sure to give Cam a follow on Instagram at Cameron Oaks Rogers. Check out her podcast, the Freckled Foodie and Friends podcast. And of course, please make sure to make sure you're following What the Actual Fork Pod on Instagram at What the Actual Fork Pod. And please, 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 if you like this episode, um, you know, what, however you're feeling about the pod, rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts leave a comment when you rate the pod and let us know what episodes you've been loving, what you want to hear more of. Um, because we are, we are definitely in a crazy season of life. And I think that that's such a beautiful thing though, because Jenna and I are so happy to share this season, just like Cam of like what life really looks like right now versus what people see on social media. Um, and what I mean by that is like some accounts only showcase and highlight the beautiful parts. And although there are so many beautiful parts to pregnancy, postpartum, motherhood, and and just this stage in our 30s, um, there's also a lot of really tough and challenging things going on. And, and we want to talk about those. So thank you for being here. Um, I hope that you are well this week. And I know I, I dropped my little nugget that I'm pregnant now, but don't worry, there'll be more to come. Um, Jenna and I will make sure to hop on the pod together and, and do a whole talk about that. But thank you for being here. We love you. We hope you, you are well and enjoy this 
uh, vault episode, if you will, with Cam Rogers. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the What the Actual Fork podcast. We are really excited. Sam and I have been chatting before we even let our guest in to the Zoom room today, just about all of the different things that we want to chat with her about. And so without further ado, we'd love to introduce you all to Cameron Rogers, also known as the Freckled Foodie. Cameron, thank you for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. I love being a guest on shows because it's honestly so much fucking easier than hosting one. (laughs) We love to hear that because we're going to make this easy and fun today. And we always like to start out these episodes um, before we get to know you even more, a little bit better. We would love to know because of the name of our podcast, What the Actual Fork, if within your sphere of expertise. If you have had a moment recently or your biggest moment in life where you actually like stopped in your tracks and were like, what the actual F-O-R-K or the alternative? <laughs> I know I should have probably asked if I'm nope, allowed to we curse. curse here. Okay. No, we say we fuck all the time. We just <laughs> like, like made our podcast name fork. So it's like a little more digestible, but yeah, I get that. I get that. Um, yeah. I my honestly, some of my biggest like complaints from listeners is that I curse too much, but it's just, I've had a mouth like a sailor since I was a young age Um, or a mouth like a trucker. I curse like a sailor, whatever it is. My biggest, what the F moment honestly was taking my son home from the hospital with my husband and leaving and being like, so we just keep this thing alive. Like what? No one, there's no guidebook. No, like who, how are we supposed to know what the hell we're doing? And I always like knew that going in, obviously we were going to leave with the said child, hopefully. Um, but I think in that moment when we left the hospital and we were like getting into our car, I'm like, Joe, how the fuck do we even put him in the car seat? And like, how often do we feed him? How do we, how many diapers is he? Like, I don't know any of this information. And to be totally frank, I also like didn't do a lot of research because that would just have, I think, really spiraled my anxiety. So maybe I could have done a little bit more, but I also just think you're sent home with this child and they're like, okay, goodbye. Call us if you pass a blood clot larger than a golf ball and that's it. Um, and then also I think I just that entire postpartum period was just say what the actual F is going on here because it was, it, it was like an outer body experience. I feel like almost every episode of What the Actual Fork, you hear either me or Jenna say, 
So I'm sick this week. (laughs) And that is ringing true for me this week. But one thing I will say is that I owe a special thank you to my husband because when one of us is very sick and the other isn't, we try to sleep in separate beds because one of us has to be healthy and coherent to parent. And so he has let me stay in the master bed with the cozy earth sheets. And he has gone over to the guest bed, which we do not have cozy earth sheets on our guest bed. And I feel guilty saying that because it's such an amazing experience. And I feel like we need to give that to our guests too. But you have heard Jenna and I talk about how much we love cozy earth. And I feel like such a sheet snob now, if that's a thing, because I truly don't think I can sleep on a bed if it doesn't have cozy earth sheets. They are luxury. They are the best-selling bamboo sheets. They're temperature regulating. They are incredibly soft. So Luckily, with my sickness, I've been staying in the bed. I have my cozy earth sheets. I cuddle up and nothing brings me more comfort than cozy earth. So if you want to try cozy earth sheets, and they also have the best jammies ever, because of course I'm in their jammies too. Cozy earth has provided an exclusive offer for our listeners today and every day. 35% off the entire site when you use the code FORK, F-O-R-K. Again, that's 35% off the entire site. That's jammies, loungewear. They have the best joggers. I have them on right now, as well as bed sheets. If you use the code FORK, take advantage and send us a DM and let us know what products you're trying. Can I just tell you that I was on a a live once talking to another postpartum mom. And I said the exact same thing. Like I didn't do any research because my anxiety at the time was really focused on my pregnancy and I wanted to get through labor. And I thought I'd just figure it out. And she's like telling the audience, she's like, we don't recommend. (laughs) Like we do recommend that you, you know, maybe research. I was like, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, that was incredibly relatable. And for pregnant Sammy, we're not going to scare you today, (laughs) but it is also true. But backtracking a little bit, because I skipped over this question, tell us more about you, how you got to be where you are today as a freckled booty and how your account has transitioned into the most beautiful and real postpartum message that can be found on the internet today. Thank you so much for those kind words. Um, oh gosh, how did I get here? I ask myself this often. I honestly feel kind of like I fell into this whole thing, which I am personally struggling with because I feel a little less than I struggle with some imposter syndrome or just I just don't have the breadth of knowledge that other people have in this space when it comes to being a content creator, influencer, whatever you want to call it. I was an econ major with a minor in psychology in college. And I worked in sales and trading out of school. So like completely different. My mind works way better with numbers than it does with like graphics, design and words. Meanwhile, like I I can't remember last time I did an equation now with this job, but I was at JP for five years and I loved it. I honestly was thriving, but I'm a very anxious person. I am... I. I would like to say I thought I thrived in fast-paced, high-intense environments, um, but really I'm just a high-performing, anxious person. So yes, I performed, but I was like crippled with anxiety inside. 
And I was dealing with this, these digestive health issues and I was on these elimination diets and that's what kind of led me to start cooking and then sharing. And that's when I started my platform Freckled Foodie and it was all food-based. My face was never on the platform and it was very like keeping church and state separate. I didn't want work to think I was doing that. I mean, I told them, but like, I didn't want anyone at work really like seeing me on the account. It was just food. and then I actually had this kind of like life altering moment. I got hit by a car while I was crossing the street and I suffered from a really bad concussion and I was on disability for two months. And during that time, I was like, what the actual F am I doing? I don't love my job. It makes me incredibly anxious. I have this thing that I'm passionate about. I'll never be as young as I am or have as little responsibility as I have right now um, at that time. And why not take a chance if I come, if I'm in a place of privilege to be able to make, take this chance, like why not do it? And I went back to work and I was like, I'm quitting. And my boss is like, what are you talking about? And I was like, I don't really know, but this is what's happening. And I quit my job to do Freckled Foodie full time. And honestly, I had like a very small following. I was not making any money off of the account yet, but I just felt like there was something in my future that would work and I wanted to take the chance. And so originally I was doing meal prepping and health coaching and grocery store walkthroughs and kitchen audits and all of these like in-person service services, I guess you could say. And at the same time, I started to share more about me on my platform. I started, I started to show my face. I started to talk about my anxiety and that's when I really started to build a community and six months after I left JP, I'd been focusing on the service aspect of my business. I was like, you know what? I don't actually like doing these things. And I'm really more interested in the community and content creation of all of this. So I'm going to focus on that. And that was two and a half years ago. And since then, my platform has definitely taken a turn. I mean, like I rarely am posting food anymore, specifically recipes. Now it's way more lifestyle um, focused on motherhood and mental health and personal growth. And honestly, like my tagline and the reason I create any content is to remind people that they're not alone because in some of my darkest days when I seemed like I had everything going on from the outsider's perspective. I was really sad and depressed internally. And that was because I felt really alone and it's really isolating emotion. And I think if we all put our shit on the table without judgment, we'd realize that like, we're all feeling very similar things. So that is my mission on my platform. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. And I love how your account also says anxiety, ice cream, cursing, and motherhood. That's just like Those four ways to sum it up. And we love cursing here, like I said. So, um, but that is such a, a beautiful story of transition and taking a risk. And we couldn't agree more with you that the more that people just, like you said, lay your shit out and like strip off the armor and just show that like, we're all human and we all have insecurities and whatnot. So thank you for sharing that with us. And we hope that, you know, that Jen and I talk about imposter syndrome a ton. I think every fucking creator has imposter syndrome because like mm-hmm. no one has a, any idea what they're doing. And there are so many haters and trolls and like, as much as we don't want to let them get to us, like they still will like slip their way in there sometimes, but mm-hmm. we absolutely love what you're doing and, and you are needed. So thank you for being here. Thank you. I appreciate that.
Oh, oh, unmuting is apparently challenging today. So let us talk a little bit about some of your most viral videos on TikTok. Sammy, you called one out right before we started recording. What was the tagline in that one that we want to talk about? Well, I love, it was funny when you were asking her what the actual fork moment, I, I was on your Instagram, which it might've been brought over from TikTok, but how your postpartum stuff is like, what the actual fuck is happening? Oh to my yeah. Body. What the fuck is happening to my body? Yeah. Yes. And, uh, and I think there was a part one to that as well. So would love for you to just like talk about where the inspo came behind sharing that and just how wild that's been having like over 600,000 views or something crazy. at this Yeah. Point. There's one that like went crazily viral on Instagram and I don't know how that happened, but (laughs) um, I wish I knew. Basically when I first, so I got pregnant on like a surprise pregnancy and we were going to start trying, but then, and like I had done tests before we started trying because I history of weird medical stuff. And one of my levels came back low for AMH. And they said that I was going to have to do IVF when I eventually wanted to get pregnant. And I was so overwhelmed. Like I, I remember just crying to Joe being like, I'm so confused. We haven't even tried yet. And already they're telling me we have to do this. So honestly, when they told me that we just pulled the method of contraception that we were using, well, really just stopped pulling if you get what I'm saying. And then all of a sudden I got pregnant. So Jokes on that doctor. We'll see second time around what happens. But basically, I got pregnant and I like did not enjoy being pregnant, especially in the beginning. I actually hated it. And I felt like, I mean, I love my son so much, right? Like he's the greatest thing's ever happened to me. But I honestly felt like he was this like virus that had taken over my body. I'm like, what is going on? What is happening to me? And I was sick all day long. I hate whoever came up with the term morning sickness because it's bullshit. Um, I had such painful cystic acne. Like Things were changing in my body. I could have never imagined. My boobs looked like a spider web of deep blue veins. Like It was just wild to me. And again, I hadn't done research, but I also wasn't trying to get pregnant. So there wasn't research. I just wasn't researching. And only a few of my friends had gone pregnant. And I felt like everything I had ever seen on social media was like, pregnancy is so beautiful. I am like such an angel and divine and wow. And like, yeah, it's incredible that we're doing this. Like it is insane to me that the female body literally creates a life and homes it and then like births it into the world through their vagina It's or through C-section. It's fascinating to me. However, it doesn't mean that all parts of it are like pretty and that I enjoyed it. And I just felt like there was so much I was learning that I didn't know that I kept texting my friends who weren't pregnant. And they were like, what are you talking about? I don't understand what's happening to you. And I just kept saying, what the fuck is happening to my body? And one day I was like, you know what, mom? I was talking to my mom on the phone. I was like, I'm going to start this series on IGTV because why not share all these things? And so I did one that recapped my entire first trimester. And I, I edited it and posted it on IGTV and it got like, I think like 50,000 views, which I didn't have the same following I have now. So like even that, even that is great for an IGTV. And I got a ton of incredible feedback and I was like, I'm just going to do this every other week. And so I posted one for every other week of pregnancy and 
it went all the way up until I think like honestly the week before I delivered and it created this like wonderful community around these videos, people commenting that they were either dealing with the same thing or asking me if I had dealt with like hemorrhoids, for instance, because they were going through it during that week. And I still have people to this day, I'm six and a half months postpartum messaging me being like, oh my God, I just found out I was pregnant. I'm now going through your what the fuck videos as I get there week by week, because it's helping me know what to expect. And people kept saying, this is like the reality and honest version of like the what to expect when expecting. And my mom had bought me that book. I read two pages of it and I threw it out because it was the biggest bullshit I've ever read. And I just kept sharing. And I am a like brutally honest, have no filter. There are no boundaries. People message me like, TMI, sorry. I'm like, I don't believe in TMI. What do you want to talk about? So I dropped the news on this episode that I am currently pregnant with my second baby. I am so excited. And something that has really helped me through the first trimester is my Blissy Mulberry Silk Eye Mask. And I know Jenna talked about this in her like postpartum update episode, how she had packed this in her hospital bag along um, with her Blissy spray, which is unbelievable. Like it smells unbelievable. But through my first trimester, my fatigue was insane. Like I don't remember that with my first, maybe because it's, I wasn't chasing a toddler around that time. Um, and so this time around, I took so many more day naps. Like I would be trying to work, I'd be trying to do things and I physically could not keep my eyes open. And my Blissey Mulberry Silk Eye Mask, when you put that on, it's like a cloud on your eyes. It immediately darkens the room. And it has been something I am so grateful for through the first trimester to help me nap and get some rest when I can. And it is something just like Jenna had told me, pack that in your hospital bag. And so it's like at the top of my list for this next time around, if and when the time gets there. So Blissy Silk products, not only the the eye mask, but their pillowcases are the best silk pillowcases on the market. They have a ton of different prints and colors and they make great gifts because there's an option for literally everyone. So if you're looking for stocking stuffers, amazing, amazing option. They have over 1.5 million raving fans and you could be the next. Try risk-free for 60 nights at blissy.com forward slash WTAF and get an additional 30% off. That is B-L-I-S-S-Y.com forward slash WTAF. Make sure to use the code WTAF to get that additional 30% off. Give yourself the gift of a good night's sleep along with Blissey. And not only yourself, you can give that to loved ones this holiday by gifting them things from Blissey. So huge fans of Blissey. We absolutely love their products and can't wait to hear what you think. So it it came very naturally to me and I had a lot of fun doing it. The one that you're referencing, Sammy, is the one that I did for labor and delivery. And of course, like I am a meticulous note taker. Like I hate if someone tells me that they went somewhere and I ask them for suggestions and they're like, oh, I don't remember where I went. I'm like, you don't, you don't know a name of a restaurant you went to. What do you mean? I have like full itineraries that I write out after the trip with notes. And similarly, I had my cell phone like tracking the entire labor and delivery process. I was like writing down times and when I was contracting and like when we got to the hospital, when I got my epidural, when the Pitocin hit, all of this stuff. 
And so I think it was maybe like two, three weeks after delivery, I sat down and I just really laid it all out there because again, I would, did not know half of these things happened. Like I, my labor was almost 48 hours and I was like throwing up so intensely shaking. I had vomited blood at one point. Like the whole thing's wild to me. And I just felt like more people needed to hear about it. Um, and that's kind of the series. And then I did a postpartum one and another postpartum one. So it was so fun. Now I feel like there's less stuff to share because it's not really what's happening to my body, but more like what the fuck is happening to my life, which maybe that's around two. I don't know. I just came up with that. Um, so we'll see. Maybe that's coming soon to Freckled Beauty. <laughs> I think that an amazing new creation was just born because I couldn't agree with it more. And it's funny when you say postpartum, like in my twisted fucked up mind, I thought that that meant like 12 weeks. Like you get, like when I worked in corporate America as well, like we got, like we would give our team, like you got 12 weeks, whatever, and then see you back here. And now I like look back, I'm like, how the fuck did they come back to work? (laughs) Like, no, like, like, That was my biggest realization during pregnancy, honestly, was thank God I worked for myself because I was on the couch the entire first trimester, could not function, couldn't have a conversation, couldn't eat anything. And I remember going on a walk with my husband two days before I, or like three days before I delivered because I was dead set on getting this baby out of me. And he looked at me and was like, the fact that I used to work in an office with women because he's been working from home for the past few years at this point in their pregnancy. And I would just be like, Hey, how are you doing? All right, cool. Bye. Have a good day. Like, good luck on your delivery. That's crazy. And then they just return and we act like, I mean, I have so many thoughts as a whole other conversation, but it's really an eye-opening experience. And it puts everything in perspective for not only like the gratitude and respect I have for people who have gone through it before me, but also like for the future, the way I treat or speak to anyone in it because it's, it's really wild. I don't really know another word to describe it. I feel like I'm hogging the mic, but I have to add in that I literally sent handwritten cards to my college best friends. I was one of the last of my college, like group of friends to have a baby. And I wrote handwritten cards. Like I ordered them from Etsy, like special ones. And I was literally like, I am so sorry that I was a shitty friend when you were pregnant because I had no idea what the yep. fuck you were experiencing. I sent I very similar texts. reached out to them. Like, not, I don't even think I asked once, like, how you doing? They don't live near me. It was just like, oh, you had a baby. Yay. What, let me send you a blanket. Like, right. Like, literally handwritten cards. And I just remember, I don't think we've ever shared this online, but when I told Sammy I was pregnant, we obviously work from home as well. It was because I was an absolute disaster of a human at eight weeks. It was only eight weeks. And I was so emotional and I was so overwhelmed with life. And I was so just like nauseous and uncomfortable and hadn't eaten anything but bread and cheese in eight weeks. And she asked me a question and I didn't know the answer. And I was like, I'm fucking pregnant. Followed by a short few weeks where I had a mental breakdown. I was like, I'm on my first round of IVF and we've been struggling. We had a rough year at what the actual oh my goodness. last year, but we're, we're here today and we're thriving. Good. I love that you're thriving. Also, I'm sorry that you had to deal with IVF. And oh I girl, that 
it's essentially. Okay. <laughs> but okay. thank you. Thank you so much. And that's, well, when I was, it, it's funny, you guys thinking about like the postpartum stuff, that's ob- like, and, and just being pregnant and working for yourself, like every single day, I have so much gratitude, same exact thing you just said, Cameron. And then I think about the IVF process too. Like, right. It is wild to me that women go to an office or like work a job where they're on their feet for eight hours a day and are like grieving infertility and like going through IVF and paying like 20 plus thousand dollars for one round. And like, it mm-hmm. doesn't work. And I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with our country? What the <laughs> fuck? Like, I used to, one of my closest, like my work wife was dealing with freezing her eggs and like she was at work every day, like talking about how swollen she was and how she can't turn. And, you know, especially in the job I was working, it's not really like you can like hop off to go to a doctor's appointment. And so it became this whole thing that like everyone had to know that she was doing it because she had to go to the doctors at a certain time, like every other day. Oh, yeah. um, it's, it's so much. And then, you know, I had my best friend on my podcast for a Patreon episode talking about a miscarriage and how she miscarried and then went to work the next, like that Monday, she miscarried on Friday and she went to work and I was like, how's your weekend? And she's like, it was good. Like there's no maternity leave for losing a pregnancy. It, it, it's yeah. so backwards in my mind. And our country really has a long way to go. Yes. Oh my gosh. I feel like we can just like <laughs> ramble on about this and talk about it nonstop, but totally agree with you. And it's, it's just so crazy. So as we kind of, I don't want to say wrap this conversation because we don't want to end it just yet, but like what's next for Freckled Foodie? And I know that you said you're like, maybe this series, but like, where do you see yeah, honestly. the future of Freckled Foodie going? I just got off a like executive coaching call because I'm working with a coach to like help me figure out what the hell I want to do. Um, the future, my goal is to create some space platform. I don't know what it is, but for women who are going through, I mean, I would love to say IVF as well, but I can't speak from a learned experience, but going through any of these types of fertility, pregnancy, postpartum, motherhood, create a space where like they feel supported and heard and just helping everyone feel less alone in that area because it can be really isolating. I struggled with postpartum depression for a bit and I've never felt like that in my life. And it can it's just scary and overwhelming, I guess, are the two words that come to mind for me, the whole process. Um, so that's definitely a goal. If you are a longtime listener of the podcast, you know that Jenna and I have been drinking AG1 for over two years now, which is crazy because it feels like we were just introduced to the product yesterday. Um, But one thing I want to say when it comes to AG1 is that you do not have to take this to better your health. When it comes to supplements, I want you to think of them as exactly that. They are supplemental. Both Jenna and I are food first registered dietitians. We absolutely love food. That's why we do what we do not only helping people you know, gain a healthy relationship with food, um, but increasing our nutrient density. And we, the reason we love AG1 and support AG1 is because not everybody has the ability to get a variety of nutrients through food, whether that be 
access to certain foods, jobs, um, or occupations that make it hard to eat. I know I, we work with a lot of doctors or overnight, um, officers or firefighters or all these different occupations where we're running from one thing to the next. And so a lot of times we have clients that are looking for a way to get a lot of nutrients, very easy and conveniently. And so that's what we love about AG1 is that one scoop has prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes, B vitamins for energy support, as well as vitamin C and zinc to help support immune health. And y'all know I talk about immune health on like every freaking podcast. So Another reason we love AG1 specifically is it has a team of doctors and scientists that has tested it for 950 contaminants and it is NSF certified for sport. This is a non-negotiable stamp of approval as a registered dietitian that you want to look for on any supplement that you take. So if you want to give AG1 a try and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3, K2, and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase, you can go to drinkag1.com forward slash fork. That's drinkag1.com forward slash fork. And remember, you do not have to take this. We never want people to feel pressured by information that we're sharing. But if you're looking for that quick, easy, convenient, nutrient-dense supplement, then AG1 is a great place to start. So again, that's drinkag1.com forward slash fork. Check it out. I'm I'm over being, trying to be the best. I'm very happy with just being good. Being the best is trying to be the best is tiring and exhausting and there's never a break. And I really love being a mom, like way more than I ever could have imagined. And I want to spend more time with him. And so finding a way for my work to be work and not my life is a goal for 2022 because it's really hard to not let them bleed into one another when you're in this space, because everything in a sense can be content and, you know, every the consumer wants more and more, 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 more but there has to be a limit somewhere for like my own sanity. When you put out that course, can you send me up as your first <laughs> one? Because I'd love, I'd love to learn that as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so interesting because my, my, in my experience, like my postpartum journey has not ended. Whereas my physical body may have healed like mentally and emotionally it still feels very, very raw and fresh. And yeah. I also wasn't expecting that from my own experience. And I don't Agreed. know if you can relate. And I think that one of the themes that I see on your social media throughout every post that you've shared, especially recently, is like there is this ability for two very different emotions and feelings to exist at the same time. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. And I love that you really point that out there because it's something that I really wasn't prepared for either. So on that vein, as we are coming to a close here, what is one thing that you would maybe not warn is the wrong word, but that you would share with women who are pregnant or um, are trying to get pregnant about the birth slash postpartum time? Like what is something that maybe you would wish that you knew or, or anything along those lines? 
I think it's the, it's kind of what you touched on. It's the acceptance that two contradicting emotions can coexist at once because specifically in the very beginning of postpartum and still every once in a while now, like I can be really sad and angry and upset and resent my husband and hate everyone while simultaneously loving my son so much, being so grateful actually loving my husband and like those things can exist at once. And I think in the beginning, it was so hard for me to accept that. And I was so set on, but why do I feel these negative things? I'm only supposed to feel these happy things. And that's just this false reality that we've been sold by honestly, social media. Um, and I think if I had accepted that earlier on, I wouldn't have been so hard on myself because there are still days where I want to punch my husband in the face and I love him more than anyone <laughs> in the world, but parenting is fucking hard. I'm not a parent yet. And I would agree with that. So I hope that's okay. (laughs) I think marriage is Being in a relationship is hard. Yes. Like cohabitating with anyone is hard. Yes. Communication of coming from two different, completely different worlds and living together is hard. Different desires, different needs, then the endless tasks, even like that just come with living together. It's like, oh, we're out of toilet paper or has the dog pooped yet? Like the list goes on and on. So before Jenna wraps our episode, I want to ask, just like she did, one little tip, specifically mamas who are fresh postpartum and are struggling with postpartum depression. What is like one piece of advice or, you know, what did, what, what did you wish you knew about postpartum depression or some type of advice you can give them? For me, I think the most important thing is opening up and asking for help. I had someone on my podcast and we were speaking about this and she was I was going through this was not to try and act like nothing was happening and put on a strong face and keep working. The brief thing was calling my doctor saying, I need to speak with her, speaking to a psychiatrist. Um, and that was the same for me. You know, I had some really hard days and there was one day where I was like, you know what? It, it doesn't have to be, I don't have to suffer. It doesn't mean it's going to be easier, but I can put in steps to try and make myself feel better. I texted some of my closest friends, my sisters, my mom. I talked to Joe and I was like, I'm not doing well. I feel very depressed. I feel very sad. I'm not okay. And I need help. And I called my psychiatrist. I upped my medication. I'm a big proponent of medication for those of us who need it. Um, And I think, and not, I'm not saying surrender, but accept that like you might need extra assistance and saying yes to help when people offer it. That's something that's been huge for me in postpartum. Someone offers something. Yep. Sure. Come on over, do it. Like I'm done with the polite. No, oh my God, it's okay. Yes. I need any help that anyone is willing to give me. So I think that those two things were probably the most helpful and a reminder that everything is temporary. It feels so permanent in time. Um, but I think back to like weeks you know, I, I actually struggled more months three and four than any other time. But if I think back to the early weeks and, you know, Liam not sleeping and I was just breastfeeding all day, it felt like all day long, just covered in someone's shit. I don't know if it was his Charlie's or mine and pee and like breast milk and feeling like my life was over. And it felt so permanent at that time. And now realizing how different I feel and what a different life I'm living now and that everything really is temporary. 
Thank you so much for that. I feel like this was postpartum rapid fire, um, <laughs> so please. <laughs> but it was so needed. And in this episode, people are going to get so much out of it. So with that said, can you tell all of our listeners where they can find you, where they can learn about more about you and what it is that you're doing and what is next for the Freckled Foodie? Of course, you can follow me on Instagram. That's probably my most active platform. It's at Freckled Foodie. Same with TikTok. Uh, My website is freckledfoodie.com, but I'm honestly not that great at being on it. And then I do have a podcast, Freckled Foodie and Friends, where I release an episode every Friday. So that's those are the places to come join the Freckled Foodie family. Amazing. Thank you so much, Cameron. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of What the Actual Fork Pod. We know there are a lot of pods out there and we are so grateful that you are here listening with us. So if you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to subscribe, like, share with all of your friends and faves, and don't forget to rate and review and let us know what you want to hear more of. The more we hear from you, the more that we can make these episodes exactly what you want. We would also love to connect with you on Instagram at what the actual fork pod. We promise to continue to bring you the hottest topics, greatest guests, and the most fun you can possibly have fighting diet culture bullshit. We love you. We appreciate you. And we will see you next week for more fun.